Straight Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffin. Mitch is riffin. What more can I say? Straight riffin. Straight riffin. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that place. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put on Vitus guys. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is uh, December 31st, 2012, the very last uh, day of the 2012 year. And uh, episode, uh, well, it's a bonus episode. I don't know if this counts as a real episode. It does not count. This is a bonus episode here. In the bonus. Double bonus, if you will, for college basketball riffaloni. Mm hmm. I am your host, Reverend Mitch, and with me, as always, is the difficult Brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy T.M.I. Tutson. Happy New Year. Um, six hours early. Happy New Year to you, sir. Six hours early? Maybe we are just so ahead because right now when you're listening to it, it's already a new year. Boom. In your right, face. Happy right. New Year. You're in a new fucking year. 365, baby. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know about maybe Hawaii, but I feel like we're the last ones. The rest, half the world is already in. Yeah, like California, right like Southern California, especially with the tail, time change yeah. and everything else like that. We are the last ones. Us and Alaska and Hawaii, we are the fucking Alaska's before us. Alaska's I mean, them. I mean, I'm saying like they're they're like they're four oh, o'clock because, or three o'clock in the um, afternoon, or whatever. Right. Yeah, I guess that makes. Yeah, I, that's why I didn't know if it was Alaska and Hawaii if they're later or earlier. I'm not, I'm not Why so darn close to yeah. Japan? I'm not so sure exactly how that yeah, shakes out, yeah, but I don't know. But we are like in the in the last. Where the daily the thing that always uh, very much so upset me uh, uh, about celebrating New Year's Eve on the West Coast is that the rest of the country fucking blatantly insults you. <laughs> That you are behind schedule, right, right? Because oh, it's only it's only five p.m. in Alaska right now, so an hour behind us. Go okay. ahead, sorry. Uh, but whenever they do any of the specials on any of the networks, and this is from Dick Clark's Rock and Eve all the way down to MTV Shebang a Bang, right. uh, they will always fucking say that they are broadcasting live. West Coast time. And you're like, yo, first of all, like, y'all already dropped the balloons. You just reset the broadcast and you're going to lie to me that you're going live. right? And it's so fucking infuriating. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How fucking dare you? Yeah. And then you just and then, of course, the thing about about being on the West Coast is that you just have wave after wave after wave of everybody just being like, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And to text it in and messages and whatever. And then by the time that it's like actually your turn. Right. Right. To like be like, yeah, happy 
happy new year. You're like texting. They're like, asleep. Yeah, everyone's fucking out, bro. They're passed out. They're drunk. The next day, they're like, why did I get a text from you at 3 a.m.? Yeah, right? They're fucking like, because. Why'd you send me a text so late? Because that's when my new year right. st- it was right on time for me. Right. Okay. Yeah. It would be weird yeah. for me to wish you a happy new year's on your time. Yeah. That would be weird. That's like that's like weirder. that's going very above and beyond right, in terms right. of consideration. That's, that's like that's that's like an ass kissy kind of thing. Yeah, that's it's, like wishing an ex girlfriend a happy birthday two years after you broke up. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, girl, yeah. she's gonna be like, dude, Why? you should not be remembering this. Like, yeah, how do you know? Like, Why are you like? It's fine if you remember it, but yeah. you don't need to publicize yeah, you don't it. Need you don't need to, to like, verbalize hey. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I always get uh, I always get uh, nervous about the. Um, like when it's right close to midnight, I'm I'm always like, okay, which one of these people is so drunk they might try to kiss me? And usually the answer is none of them. Um, <laughs> almost always, that's the answer. When, uh, when and <laughs> oh, that's so. In fact, every time that's the answer. But but in my head, I'm like, uh, would I be okay if she tried to grab at me? You gotta have contingency plans, though. You do, I guess. I, it's nothing uh, if you don't have a contingency plan. You can't walk through life unprepared for uh, random motherfuckers coming up and wanting to make out. Well, whenever whenever it's like happening, everybody's hands go up and everything else. People start making out. I usually just grab a drink and just and just put it and just cover my mouth with it. So then it looks like I already did the make out thing and now I'm having the celebratory drink when really I'm just trying to get out of the awkwardness. You know, I always I always never really understood the whole having someone to kiss at midnight phenomenon. Yeah, I think I've done it twice in my life. I don't get why it's such a cultural staple. It would be very fascinating to dive into the crates and figure out where it came from. But I think it's a really bizarre thing um, that everyone is so hung up about having someone to kiss at midnight. And it's a very, it's just a really strange I have met I have met far too many uh, uh, conscious consciously minded uh uh skeptical type of you know thinking women who are like i don't want to ring in the new year you know and you know like not have somebody to kiss and you're just like why does that matter to you it's very strange it's so bizarre to me that it's and i feel like it's so much of it is predicated on all the fucking new year's bashes and shenanigans and the way that it's such a it's such a consumerist uh activity almost in a way where it's like come to the new year's party and oh yeah buy you know buy this thing and buy that people charge like you know right so you you go out this is a free dive bar on any other day and it's like oh hey pay for this top shelf open bar for these hours and enjoy right, right. this company and then you'll be around people that you can kiss and who knows what can happen and what and it's just a weird have you ever have you ever gone hangout. to a place or had or like one of those shindig parties or whatever have you like a, a, an all-out bash for new year's like one of those big deal i new haven't year's gone is. to one of the like big big ones because i just uh it's it's certainly not for lack of of opportunities or anything but they right. just don't they don't have that appeal. First of all, I think uh, I just I don't want to be around that many crazy people. <laughs> That's fair. At such a tumultuous time, um, so I I don't want to put myself in that kind. I of- I will say I uh, 
one of my, you know, many hell on earth moments would be in my head, I think. One of the worst places I could imagine being is in the middle of Times Square on New Year's Eve. I don't even see why that's a thing people want understand. to do. I like, know. I, and that is for the life of me. I have never understood when people are like, oh my God, I just, I need to celebrate New Year's Eve in Times Square. I'm like, why? Yeah. What is the appeal? Right. I have no, I can I hope you're not going to drink any liquids for six hours because you will not be yeah, able right? to That's get the, to oh, any the bathroom. The first thing I ever saw at Times Square New Year's Eve, and I was like, how do you pee? Yeah. That's the first thing I saw. And I was like, I couldn't, like, and I'm not going to fight through, like, 60,000 more. And I don't want to ring in 2013 getting peed on. All right. Okay. And then let's say I could <laughs> pee, pee on your brother. Yeah. Everybody yeah, get just, together. You know, Try to love one on the street right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and then what happens? I got to fight back to my group every single time. What if like what if I need a refill? Do I just like get drunk and then coast for seven hours? Because that's not fun. Yeah. That yeah. sounds terrible. Just being blotto shit face drunk. Right. Like, hold on, this will last me. Yeah. Like, In about what? six hours, I'll be able to walk. And then like okay, do I even get to see the fucking <laughs> concerts that are are being broadcast everywhere? No. Do I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't yeah, think. I, don't you know, know. I mean, like, I, I could see. Screen, yeah, like so, I could yeah. see someone, but then, like, I just fucking traveled across the country to hang out outside in a, a crush of humanity where I can't pee. Well, see, I, now this is my argument. Like, I don't like festivals and shit. Yeah, I don't like but, music. Yo, festivals son, festivals are nowhere near the same, son. <laughs> to me, though, like that, I'm saying this is the that one time you can imagine. Can you can imagine that my disdain for music festivals. <laughs> you can imagine how much worse I would think yeah. being in the middle of Times uh, Square. Uh, that is that is Eve, one that see? is that is an example that can definitely I can I can begin to fully. Uh, more appreciate why See, the, fe- the reason why it's similar to festivals at least to me is because like uh festivals are a lot of like standing around for six seven hours at a time you know waiting through bands sometimes bands you like sometimes not but like you just get what they give you you know what i mean and there's porta potties <laughs> and overpriced food and, you know That's what i mean fair. sloppy Listen, beer you make a lot of good points about festivals. and i can't get when you talk about music festivals when you talk about musical festivals though i'll agree coke. with you i feel like when we were talking about this before yeah yeah uh, uh i can't remember what episode this actually was when we when we talked about mitch's uh mm. disdain of festivals uh it's true it's that was uh, uh but you i'll find it but go ahead um uh, you know, I I was talking more like the old like town fair, <laughs> uh, like uh, Ren Fest. Uh, yeah, like like a, like a, you know what I'm saying. Like I those little kind of festival, like a, like a good Ren Fest. Yeah, like a good you. harvest festival. Uh, you know, so I, like a music festival. Yeah, we would probably have a lot of the same criticisms in that regard. Uh, but I was always speaking more of the more uh, local uh, type festival entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I think the thing about New Year's Eve is just a weird. New Year's Eve has always struck me as just a weird, weird time culturally, um, and I've I've had I guess maybe sort of atypical experiences because I've never really gone out or done anything uh, that that majorly like I've gone to sh- I've gone to different parties or whatever. But like you know, right, when I right. do like when I do go to parties, sometimes I'm just like I really feel like I should have just stayed home and just like. Do you know? I don't yeah, know. yeah. No, I'm with you there. And, there and, is, and, there is, a, there is also that uh, that, especially on New Year's Eve, there is that sort of pressure to kind of like find the best, you know, possible route. And that's why, yeah, the last few years I just have made zero plans and figured, you know what, I will walk around my neighborhood or something. Last year, uh, you and I went to that bar, the woods. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of fun, but it was, you know, 
Uh, so that was, it was just awkward because everybody was making out around me and I was like, I can't hide. Like I was trying to get to a corner. It was, it was a really awkward time. It was it was a, lot really, of, a lot of people making out. Like, I felt awkward all as well all too there. Me. Um, so, and that place is also, again, not the best spot to spend a New Year's because it's so fucking, it's a nice bar, but it's not a New Year's bar. It's real tight and small. There's not a lot of maneuvering room. You can't really talk to people, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just. Me- Turns out it was the Alex Mandelberg episode. Ah, okay. Yeah, because uh, we were talking about the Riot LA festival. Right, right, right. I, I knew that was it. Festivals in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you, I mean, so you know, that's the other thing about it. Where I just, I mean, I don't know, man. I guess fucking New Year's. I just, I, it's a fascinating thing to me to see how people respond to it because it's just so much of an exercise in insanity. I feel like over and over again and then you reach this place where people are like uh, in their mid 30s or whatever and they're like i'm not going out you know like i'm just hanging out and i'm like and i feel weird because i'm like what is it like where have i been the last like is that like what am i gonna do when i'm in my fucking mid 30s am i just gonna i, I you're I crotchety even, old man yeah right yeah shit. like what am i even gonna do by that my point? Lawn, am i just gonna unplug people's tvs around the neighborhood <laughs> Just like, you know, oh go. yeah, you could get one of those little remote TV yeah. be going things yeah. and run around and you know. Like, uh, so like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a fascinating thing for me to hear. Like, that's what people do once they're like done with the the the, the rigmarole. Yeah, you yeah, know. And yeah. I'm like, all right, well, well, I do remember like uh, for a number of years, I was with the same girl, and uh, we had sort of met or hooked up or whatever have you uh, initially, you know, on Halloween. So. We probably had four New Year's together, something like that. And, you know, the first one, I, I don't remember, we did something. We went out for some kind of shindig or other. And then all the subsequent ones, yeah, it was just like, let's just watch movies. Or whatever. Like, we didn't, there was no, uh, but I remember, like, there was there was a, a feeling the next day of, like, wow, I should have done something. You know what I mean? But uh, we never we never actually, like, resolved to actually do anything. Mm. But uh, oh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, there is that feeling of like, oh, because you can hear. I don't care. I, you'd have to live in the middle of the woods to not hear a party going on around you. In fact, even in the middle of the woods, I'm sure you'd hear a shotgun or something. I feel like in the middle of the woods, you would stumble into the kind of party where you're like, <laughs> I really should have stayed home. <laughs> I fucking wow, you guys. Because I mean, again, bro, if you're like driving some country road or something, son, or just on a regular day, you got motherfuckers who just drive out there and like finish right, off right. twelve, eighteen sure, packs. Sure. And New Year's, I'm sure you got cats who are just congregating and they probably only see each other. Reminds me of uh, reminds me of the old joke. A guy wanted to sort of get out of the city and kind of escape, so he got himself a little cabin in the woods, stuff like that. You know, he's unpacking all this stuff, you know, and. And uh, his neighbor comes over and knocks on the door and says, Hey, man, welcome to the neighborhood. You know, we're, uh, I want to invite you over, you know, a housewarming kind of thing. We're having a little, you know, neighborhood party, you know. Come on over. Uh, it's going to be uh, drinking, you know what I mean? Drinking and a dancing and a fighting and a fucking. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fucking up the joke, but that's uh, that's how he ends his speeches. It'll be a good old time to be drinking and a dancing and a fighting and a fucking. And the guy says, well, what should I wear? He goes, don't really matter. Just going to be two of us. <laughs> uh, there, that would be the woods party. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that deliverance shit yeah, you want to exactly. avoid right there. Right. That's what I'm talking about there. Yeah. But it's just, um, I don't know, man. It's fucking New Year. It's just a weird. 
It just I've had Should old acquaintance be And that song God, God I fucking Which by the way no one knows anything more than that first line so it's uh, okay uh, and I, you know, I've had it. I do. I've, I I can't. I've looked it up a hundred times, and I can never remember. I've anything. had that song. Like, you know what it is in my head. Somewhere, all the lyrics have been retained, but I could not recall them. However, the last like thirty six hours, I've been tormented by that, like a choir just singing that in my head out of nowhere, where I'm just like something will just. Teddy, you got a choir living in your head at at some place, bro, and it's a real old school type. And they just, uh, they just, and I'm just like, oh, why are you doing this to me? Why? Yeah, it's like old, it's like old vicious. Like falsetto British kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a British, it's a old falsetto British choir, bro. Covered in sun. Yeah. Like it's, like, a, it's like a real, it's like a real Dickens montage kind of thing going on, man. There's a lot of like cold snow falling and shit going on. <laughs> And it's all acapella, bro. Happy all New Year. Want me yeah, clean, your, day, clean yeah. your shoes, clean your chimney, <laughs> look at paper. Yeah. Only all the oxen free. That's singing that young man's head over there. <laughs> <laughs> Do they sing anything else this quiet? Mm-hmm. Just that, just that. Mm-hmm. Right, for like a day and a half before New Year. It's Year's. a new phenomenon. I am also equally surprised by this development, just as you are, it's because cool. I, cool. I, I I'm a sucker for children's choirs. Okay, but this isn't really. This right, is like a, right. this move like a mix. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, this is more like right. children, uh, old older ladies uh, choir as well. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have like every fucking movie and TV show. Uh, that I've ever seen that takes that? place around New Year's. They usually have, they, what they'll do is they'll play the first line. This is, this is just something I've noticed. There's a couple things I notice in pop culture. This is one of them. This is something I noticed. Feel free to check it on yourself. Uh, uh, look at any Christmas movie or TV show or whatever have you. Something that happens around New Year's. They'll be like, you know, they'll do the countdown, three, two, one. Sometimes they'll do five, four, three, two, one, whatever. Everybody's happy New Year. You'll hear the song kick in. They'll do one line and then it immediately fades out and they focus on somebody having a conversation. Right. Every fucking time. Let all acquaintance. That's, I wish that was the voice that I had. I wish I had like some Tom Waits, <laughs> Louis Armstrong voice. <laughs> 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 So, you know what? I'll bet you. I wonder if he ever did that. Can we? Can we get? Uh, I want Tom Waits <laughs> New Year's song. Uh, this, is, this is gonna be a New Year's song that uh, you know a you lot know of people what? like to sing this around the holidays. Yeah. Um, I've never been one for New Year's, but uh, one time I yeah I don't know. <clears throat> well, he does have a song called New Year's Eve. I don't think that's gonna be it, but it's not at all. It's gonna be a really depressing joint. I don't think we need. To of play course, that. it's gonna be a depressing joint. We don't need to play Tom Waits, baby. <laughs> okay, you know what? We can reel it in right now, bro. We can reel it in. Is that a mandolin in the background? God, I love Tom Waits. Uh, what's the New Year's Eve song called? Uh, Auld Lang Sing, or Auld Lang, Auld Lang Sing, Sign, Sign, Sing, Auld, Auld, Auld Lang, I don't know. Yeah. I can never even say the name of it. I wonder if, uh, uh, no. Oh my god. Oh, somebody did a cut together. Of, uh, of, yeah. Of, the, of that song? Oh, there we go. Yeah. 
There you go. He sounds like the only person who should be allowed to sing this song. Yeah. This sounds like it should only be a Tom Waits song. Like, and also, isn't it one of the most fucking depressing lyrical things? That, it does. It, it really does sound fucking like depressing. It doesn't sound like let's let's enjoy the new year. Yeah. It sounds like I just it's a killed my really family. Solemn I'm walking down the street alone yeah. with a shotgun. And it's all like and this I'm gonna is, end it. It seems like contrasted to what New Year's is supposed to be. It's it is a well, not to be fair. Tom Waits will make that sound like yeah. no, not I mean. <laughs> Can do. You know, I'm not talking about, talking about I'm like, like of, this, of this song that is like right. the official cultural right, right. New Year's song. It seems to be a very odd juxtaposition between what is the stereotype culturally for what you're supposed to do in New Year's, which is get together with your friends, and this is my chance to like show myself and express love and kiss somebody and really like set the stage to not feel like a failure for the next 365 days. I want to dance with somebody. Days. I want to feel the heat right. with somebody with then, somebody who loves me and then you're supposed to sing this song there's a little Whitney Houston there well, what's up kids like that. Way to do it. that was solid that was bro solid. that's right. one of her top games <laughs> wanna feel the heat with somebody yeah see right. you're getting in the range yeah, of choir a little, there. Yeah, a little bit can of... you pull up the lyrics there of the outlang sign yeah 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 I, I pulled them like I said I looked Does it, it up I feel like day. it's a really it's a really uh, well what's weird is it's one of those songs that's been around for so long that like there's a thousand different versions of the lyrics like there's the original one that was like Irish, and then somebody rewrote that. Uh, we, they rewrote it oh, because Scottish. There was a Scottish they, one, English translation, a Scots pronunciation guide, and then a couple different versions from that. Uh, let's go. Should back. old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and old lang syne? That's not words. Uh, I'm sure it's for uh, old lang syne, my dear. For old lang syne, we'll take a cup of kindness yet. For old lang syne. And surely you buy your pint cup, and surely I'll buy mine, and we'll take a cup of kindness yet for Auld Lang Syne. We have to run about the slopes and pick the daisies fine, but we've wandered many a weary foot since Auld Lang Syne. We too have paddled in the stream from morning sun till dine. The seas between us broad have roared since Auld Lang Syne. And there's a hand, my trusty friend, and give us hand of thine. And we'll take a goodwill draught for old Lang Syne. I'm supposed to sing that every fucking year? <laughs> Again, nobody does. It's right. just that first part. But what's weird is in the movies, the song keeps going. I have noticed in person, it, it never anything. keeps going. Bro, it's You song. only hear that first line and then everybody goes, It also, mm-hmm. it also, yeah, it also <laughs> keeps going in like, and it's fucking any TV broadcast where they just like, they just fucking, they just bump that first couple bars. Yeah. And then they just, all right, give me the bed. Lower the music bed down, and then boom. That's just, and then get just, back to Dick Clark, right? Yeah. And then it's just this fucking lingering in the background. Nobody even thinks about this song and what it means, what kind of words we're saying. All right. I just, is it going to be called, by the way, this is something I, I just now thought about. Um, well, I thought about it earlier when Dick Clark died, but, um, this would be the first one where he's just completely not uh, involved. Cause last time he, he did the part of the countdown, right? Yeah. Will yeah. this be called Dick Clark's New Year's Rock? I still believe it's still called Dick Clark's Rock. Um, it's still Ryan Seacrest's nope, horrible still... end of the world party. Uh, well, they made that around. Uh, did not focus group well. Uh, uh but they're going Ryan to... Seacrest, please bring on the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Look who's hosting. Ryan. Ryan Seacrest welcomes the Four Horsemen. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, uh, <laughs> here ready to talk to the Four Horsemen. Gonna here to see. bring on Carly J. Rimson is Pestilence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so. Um, I think it's just Dick Clark's rocking. Famine. Uh, <clears throat> 
Payman. Here to introduce the niggas in Paris, Payman. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I see you're all very hungry tonight. It makes me happy. Oh, God. Now, Jay-Z. Yeah, right. like no reason whatsoever. Uh, before... Uh, uh, before I uh, bring up your first act, I just want to say, uh, check out the open bar. Also, uh, <laughs> pestilence forever. <laughs> and now, Wu Tang. Now, I, now the thing is, I love the Four Horsemen song by Metallica, but I can never remember him when I want to remember him. It's pestilence, famine. Uh... Mm, the other ones are the, the, kind of yeah. dumb because they're easy. Yeah. War and death, which is like, come on, they're the same thing. No, it's not. I guess. It's not the same thing at all. Well, I mean, you could very well just die in a war, then you get two at once, right? You know. I'm but sure you war live, and death have worse. constant uh, skirmishes yeah. over jurisdiction. Yeah. Meanwhile, pestilence like and you, famine you would, just I would chilling. imagine that if all you had was war, you would welcome death. Right. But if you had death, you wouldn't really, you'd be like, whatever, I'm going to die anyway. I don't give a fuck how. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. So it's a little bit weird. Pestilence yes, uh, is. Death, I feel like, would be the ultimate horseman, though. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be. Right? Everybody goes through death. Yeah, pestilence is infectious disease. That's the one I always forget. Like, yeah, right. Like, what the fuck does that even uh, mean? I just want to let everybody know to uh, put a napkin over your drink or don't. <laughs> pestilence. Uh, Steve, third row. <laughs> I hear that cough is getting worse. Yeah, right. Uh, shout out to everybody that does not pee in the toilet and uh, makes it. Uh, we're going to get the war started in a moment. First, Gangnam Style. You know, we're gonna <laughs> gonna do that, and afterwards a little bit of death. You know, just gonna <laughs> just gonna have that up in your up in your grill. Here to watch the ball drop over Times Square is Justin Bieber and Famine. <laughs> right? Who who would who would be the soundtrack of Famine? Really? If not Justin Bieber, I don't know. Really, he doesn't look like he eats much. Famine, famine, famine. Oh! I've literally heard in my life. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I've heard more, but knowledge to my knowledge, to where I heard it and said, "What is this?" and someone said, "This is Justin Bieber," and then I walked away. <laughs> I've literally heard ten seconds of Justin Bieber, and when somebody was like, "This is Justin Bieber," I was like, "You're putting me on." This sounds like a twelve-year-old a girl, a like a twelve-year-old girl singing about like dolls or something. I I, didn't hear. I had a similar moment. I literally uh, don't remember anything about the song. I, I just like, remember going, that's not a guy. I like that you had first of all a fucking <laughs> ten second chess clock just like boom, I'm out. That's it. That's I'm it. done. I'm about this bitch. I had a Your move, pestilence. Yeah, right. I had a move I had a moment like that similarly when I was uh uh on a car recently. Uh, you know I take the bus all the time to really listen to the radio or anything. And uh I was like, I was like, oh, so is this what the this was the cool? It was like a top forty station, like this was the cool kids are listening to right now. Right, right. And I was like, so I was having some fun with that, and then I was like, what's this song? And they came on, and they looked at me like I was crazy, and uh, and they're like, it's Lady Gaga. I was like, oh, oh really? Gaga really? has it a was, crazy song? No, no, no. It was Paparazzi. I've never heard her song. Oh, wow. But I like, I right. really, yeah, honestly yeah, have fair. made a, a yeah, a, yeah. Act. I had to make it active after to stay away from her. The so first ridiculous. time I heard uh, uh, Poker Face was when Faith No More covered it. Yeah. And, and I, I heard, like, I heard Paparazzi. a pretty good jam. And they're like, that's a Lady Gaga song. I was like, all right, well, she she writes a good jam. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I, I will, I'll grant her that. Like, she's infectious goddamn shit. And, uh, and the one, the... Uh, uh, what was that fucking one? Uh, bad romance. Oh, bad romance. That's a good, that's a good jam. I can get down with that jam 
just about any day of the week. But the one I the I have a there's a cover uh, this chick Lizzie does. It's a, a chick singer, and uh, she, who knew you were such a secret Gaga head? And not not much, but a little bit. Yeah, I'll I'll you, go. I'll you, get down with it. I will. Little, I will. Took, uh, but I got the, I got this cover that Lizzie or Lizzie. I thought it was Lizzie. It's Lizzie, not Lizzie. L i s s i e does a bad romance. That's just really good. Like surprisingly good. If you don't like the song, even if you don't like the song, I should say, it's probably it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I'm saying it's like Gaga's got a good songwriting ability to her. Hold on, skip ahead to the end. Pretty good, pretty good. I don't know. She also does a really good. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. She also does a really good cover of uh, of. Uh, I played it for you before. Um, Pursuit of Happiness by what's his name? Kid Cuddy, Cuddy, mm-hmm. Cuddy, Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she does a really good cover of that as well. Uh, I'll play it real quick, just because it's it's New Year's Eve. Just it's to it's a the, New Year's Eve kind of watch thing. Watch the taste out of that uh, Lady Gaga. Pretty good, huh? Here comes that. Here comes that chorus. Pretty good, right? Pretty good, pretty good shit. Anyway, that chick, she every cover I've heard her do, and I, they're not a cover band, but I haven't actually listened to any of the real songs. But like every cover I've heard them do, I'm like, I'm fucking, I I like this song all over. Like even if it's a song I didn't like, like uh, Metallica, nothing else matters, or that Kid Cudi song, I was like, this is a good jam. Like I want to hear the, you know, I went to go listen to the original and had that white boy moment that I have. <laughs> At that moment, yes, yes, where I like yes. black caps, black caps, <laughs> blacky way, black ribbon, baby. We're gonna get into that in a minute. Tease. But like, I, tease. the amount of times where I hear like some white, you know, rock band or whatever cover a rap song, I'm like, oh, that's a good jam, you know. I'm gonna go hear the original. And I'm like, oh, it's way too, it's way too, whatever. I don't know. It's way too urban for me. It's way too rap. Urban, it's way how too. You dare. <laughs> I, it's way. It's way. It's way I was just gonna say it was black. way too, and leave it at that. But you wanted me to get. You wanted me to put a word. In I didn't want to put you. I put you put a word in there. You put no, urban in there. Way too. Way too. You, you like way too what? You and Clear Channel uh, been putting right. the same word. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got our urban track from Kid Cudi. 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 Could I? Kid. Could I? I'll tell you. Could I get an easier name to pronounce? Wing wing. We're on air? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, damn. Well, this one goes out to all my Negroes. (laughs) Oh, God, the blacks are going to have my head for this one. Why are we uh, still on? Black People in France by Mr. James Z. By Mr. Sean Carter. Uh, I don't know what his rap name is. I looked him up on Wikipedia, and I went with the name in parentheses. Who is Sean? Is that... that, uh, Did not know. Why J then? Huh? Why J Z of uh, all things? Does this got to do with the Illuminatus? 
What's up? <laughs> and Aluma? some real Illuminati shit. Illuma filthus. Um, I'm not actually sure uh, fully on uh, the Jay-Z, but it's, um, there are a couple of people who had similar kind of names. Um, in that, in that rap scene, um, there's like a, there's a cat named Big Jazz, I think. Who's the guy with the ice cream cone on his cheek? That would be, uh, uh, Gucci Mane. There we go. Oh, oh we did talk about him, but whenever, yeah, whenever you hear about, anybody yeah. just yell out, Gucci! Yeah, we talked about him two weeks ago. Whatever. Right. Yeah. It is. And, and it's gotta be, I mean, like, that makes me laugh so hard. And that's one of those things that, uh, like we talked about with Yasser. Uh, mm-hmm. was just like it's so stupid it's just amusing we're like Gucci has been reappropriated by just a, a clownish buffoon who has ice cream cones tattooed on his face and has songs called Lemonade where he just raps about getting everything in yellow uh, and his he's known for just shouting out Gucci uh, and and now that is what Gucci is almost known for and amongst a whole generation of people that's less, awesome less high end fashion and more Reappropriated. I wonder if their stock takes a dive. Then that's the <laughs> shit. I mean, there's got to be some like, guy in Wall Street who bought his wife a Gucci bag, and somebody's like, "Yo, Gucci!" And she's like, "Um, excuse me, okay, I'm yeah, I'm just yeah, it is Gucci." I'm like, yeah, whatever, bitch. I'm listening to Gucci Mane. And they're like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Oh, and it's the why same are they thing. throwing ice cream cones at me? It's the same thing that happened when with Cristal and Jay Z. When he, you know, they were like, we don't really want all these rappers with our product. Oh, yeah. They were like, all right, fuck you then. We'll drink, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll fucking just make our own champagne then. And now that's why you've got, uh. I thought they went back to Dom. No, someone went to Dom. Yeah. Someone would do like Ace's. Dom was like, yeah, come to me. I'm Ace, fucking yeah, right? fine with that. It's funny. And then like, that's why like Diddy has his own thing with Ciroc, you know, and so no, he's yeah, all yeah. that shit. But they were just that's like, that's a right. vodka though. Yeah, yeah, it's a vodka, but it's the same principle. We're like, all right, fuck you. We'll just kind of make our thing own I've brands. in the black community. There's no D in vodka. Vodka? It's just vodka. Vodka. That vodka? Yeah. That vodka, that Sprite? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's not vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is vodka? I don't uh, know what that it's, is. It's a, it's a distilled spirit. Vodka. Okay. Uh, usually six so to you, eight you times charcoal it. or diamond. Pronounce filter. it. Pronounce vodka. 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 Not vodka. It's vodka. Uh, what's that song? Vodka. Uh, I'm getting fucked up. And then uh, Maker's Maka Cranberry Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta understand, like... That's why I would be a terrible rapper. In my head, if I saw Maker's Mark Cranberry Vodka written side by side, I'd be like, you yeah, those do not rhyme. And he'd come up and go, no, no, check us out. Maker's Mark Cranberry Vodka. I'm like, holy shit. That's one of the things. That, that is I've, incredible. I've had, uh, uh, we talked about um, uh, uh, before with various friends. Um, you know, from my friend Jordan that you met before. Uh, here I always talk about black people with words, and I'm like, it's amazing, bro, what, what we have done, where we just like, oh, you mean that's not supposed to rhyme? Then <laughs> 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 we're just like, nah, son, nah. I'll be, I, I, I believe the, I believe in the black community. I know they will <laughs> find a way to rap, to rhyme purple, uh, and orange. Orange, actually, I could, I, you could, you could rhyme with porridge if you put a little twang in there or something like that. Uh, purple. I'm waiting. There's Somebody's got, got a be. real ill purple purple rhyme got out. Somebody in the streets has got a real ill purple rhyme. I feel rhyme. like Eminem used a line once that was like, and what the fuck rhymes with purple or something like that. Or he has something like that. He also like that. he also has a uh uh on his um curtain call not curtain call, Encore. I think it's Encore album, uh Yellow Brick Road, he talks about when he is uh starting to rap with his buddy Proof uh at the hip hop shop in Detroit. And how they became friends. And he talks about this rhyme 
that he used where he rhymed birthday with first place. And he's like, he doesn't even use the rhyme in the fucking song. He just like references it and it like kind of still works. And you're just like, I don't even know. Like to this day, like I know that it works somehow, but like when I try and replicate it in my head, it doesn't, unless I'm listening to it, it's so fucking tough. To make that, uh, we could do a Beastie Boys rap. I'll just say birthday in first place. So you get me, give me a sentence that'll end in birthday. I'll yell out birthday. And then you give me a sentence or a, a line, rather. Sorry, not a sentence, a line, and then it'll end in first place. And I'll do, uh, we'll do the Beastie Boys thing. Everybody getting ready for Mitch's birthday. <laughs> Wait, okay, I wasn't ready for that. Hold on. This is the exact. By the way, people at home, Teddy and I tried to record a new intro for the show. I'm not gonna play it. I'm not gonna play it. It's been burned digitally. It's no. it's 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 been erased and oh, no, secured, no, deleted, no. and there's, it doesn't no. exist. But we tried to, and I was like, all right, I, I wrote like a, a verse, and then you're gonna like freestyle because I can't freestyle. But I was like in my head when I thought like no. we should freestyle a rap, I started do I, I freestyled something in my head, and I was like, ooh, that's good, and I wrote it down, which is I know not really freestyling, but like it, I'm I've never done it before, so give me some slack. And so we sat down, and I had the beat ready and everything else like that and i did my thing and i pointed at him like all right it's your turn and he did the exact same thing he's like wait wait i wasn't i don't i don't know i uh, well i didn't expect you to come that hard with first place bro you were like you were just so fucking i did birthday. first place birthday birthday that's that beastie no bro that was not beastie boys so that was some cool that was more cool bodhi yeah okay i'll do i'll do beastie boys big daddy you can do, do, do whatever comes right, bro. I'm just saying. So I was expecting Beastie right, Boys, and it. I got fucking. The point is, you can do it. You can do oh. it. It's possible. All right, let me let's oh, let's quickly uh, let's oh, talk about uh, 2013 and straight riffing. Uh, for people that don't know, we'll be having our second annual uh, month long celebration of uh, of black um, people on podcasts. <laughs> Uh, the Blackuary Black Riffin. Blackuary Black Riffin. Which was accidental last year. But uh, uh, this we, year will we, be quite intentional. Quite intentional. Uh, it's still uh, a lot of tomfoolery. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we've got. And conveniently, some. the very last episode of Blackuary Black Riffin is also our 100th episode. So I it's like, think that it's entirely fitting. Yeah. Entirely it's appropriate. Awesome how that worked out. Uh, so that'll be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest. I won't say it yet. We'll uh, We'll reveal that in due time. But uh, the guest finally was booked. So that's good. Exciting for uh, us. Uh, he yeah. is a, a good friend of, uh, of the show. Very excited to, uh, to come back on. Uh, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, we'll be starting off. I think we, we can share, uh, share yeah, this yeah. about Black Erie, Black Griffin. Uh, the, uh, the, the black cap extraordinaire uh mr quincy jones quincy not that quincy yeah. quincy jones mr random q jones on twitter who will never be followed by yasser lester uh <laughs> i have a feeling he's gonna call him out then yeah i feel like it's gonna get real we might have to get yasser gonna, on the horn we might have to it's gonna be some black on black crimes gonna happen here at the headquarters uh black on black murder quincy jones who helps to uh create uh the theory of the black cap in which uh mitch increasingly feels uh <laughs> it's still a no idea the, what that was the about. discomfort of all the white first America. off i don't know what it means <laughs> i don't know where it came from i don't know how you know what it means <laughs> and i also don't know why when he immediately started saying it you both had a rap <laughs> at the exact same time 
saying it over and over again the same way and knew what it meant. Like some kind of weird black telekinesis. You know what it, is? Cop. it is? It is like it's like how everyone always scoffs at spontaneous musical dance numbers in sitcoms or whatever. <laughs> but like black people, it's like living Singing in the rain. Yeah, right. It's like it's like living proof though for black folks or whatever. Yeah, if you listen to that episode, <laughs> you would have thought that on the on the way up in the elevator, Teddy and Quincy were like, "Listen, here's what we're gonna do for the right? first twenty minutes." Right, just start yelling black. Here's here's the here's the beat. Right, it's black cap, black cap, black cap. I don't know how it goes after that. Put your black cap. Oh, put your black cap. Oh, you see this? They 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 like did it in. I don't know where the hell. Black cap. And Uh, then even Quincy even came up with a recurring theme for it as well. With his black cap. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right. He had a he had a bridge section. Yeah, he had a Quincy had a hook and a bridge. So Quincy will be kicking off Black Area Black Griffin. He's very excited about that. Yeah. And we've got some some other great great guests lined up. You can check out Griffin dot net later on as twenty thirteen progresses. Our first guest of the new year. I think we can reveal. We can, uh, we can go yeah. ahead. Josh Waldron. Mr. Peter Riffin himself. Peter Riffin. He will now, be. Now, has he? I feel like he's been to the new studio, but I He has not been here. <laughs> it took you a minute. That's, that's uh, the sound of somebody thinking it through. <laughs> I don't think he's been here. It was probably just before we moved yeah, in. Yeah, I think then. it was just Because it wasn't even that long ago that he was on. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Was he? Let's find out. I don't out. know if he was. Uh, I think it's. It wasn't. Uh, Episode fifty six was the last time he was on. It was before here, I believe. So before uh, the new studio. Yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. was episode six, uh, April tenth, two thousand twelve. So yeah, that would have been like two weeks before we got here. Yeah. So uh, he will be kicking off our, our twenty thirteen riffin. Uh, he is uh, now back in uh, in Los Angeles, beating around the scene. Remind me when he comes on that I need to have a discussion with him about his weird texting habits. Y'all have some unfinished business from the last. Uh, y'all have like from each podcast that he comes on. There's always this very <laughs> weird uh, dynamic between two. Like with like you like riff against. The- each other <laughs> the entire way through the episode. There's always some threads that need to be. Yeah, well, this it. one's this one's weird. I don't know if he does this with you, where he'll like he'll text he texted me like in the last just before all this Christmas business for about two weeks in a row. About every three four days, he would text me like, "Yo, what's going on?" Or like, "Hey, what you up to?" Or like, "What are you doing tonight?" Things like this, and I'd always answer like, <laughs> "Not much. What's up with you?" And then you get nothing. And then nothing. (laughs) Nothing back. One time he was like, oh, I'm going to be in Hollywood later. Uh, Do you want to hang out? And I said, yeah, I'm not in Hollywood right now, but I will be in the next like hour and a half. And he's like, cool. I'll hit you up when I get there. (laughs) Nothing. See, what's. Yeah. We, we're gonna have a we have a talk. We'll have I'm, a talk. Does he do that with you? Or is that just? I think that might just be uh, a you thing. I don't get I don't get uh, that. I get some. Other I get that things. a lot from just people in general. When women do it, I generally <laughs> feel like I was like, okay, they, I got better dealed. I get it. Uh, you know what I mean? You got better. Uh, oh man, that's the way I feel. You know, I t- in my head. Don't you know what I mean? When a girl's got like kind of plans, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh yeah, 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 let's hang out later. And like, cool, I'll hit you up. And then you hear nothing. Mm. And you're like, hey. uh... We hanging out or what? Like, you know, not the five texts, but just a one, like, I'm about to just cut loose on it, like, cut the ties to this plan, this this loose plan we had going for maybe an hour from now, you know, and I'm like, do I, I just need to know, do I wash my balls now or do I wait? And, uh, and, you know, if you don't, I don't get it, I'm like, oh, fuck it. And then, like, months will go by and they're like, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. And it's like, that's cheerful. 
Right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, but uh, yeah, Josh. That's a weird thing he's done a few times. I could show you. It's it's a, it's an archive of him going like, "What's up?" Well, we will. Yeah. So I'll be will, curious. I'll be seven days from now. Have the chance to. Uh, he also a lot of, in just seven days creeping back into the scene just as much as he creeped on out of the scene. Yeah, and then he creeped in and then creeped out again. Yeah. So he's back again. Yeah, he's back. Back for the first time. <laughs> Josh Waldron. Don't call it a comeback. He's been here for years. And, uh, of course, lurking uh, on the horizon somewhere in 2013 uh, uh, for Riffin is, of course, our episode uh, of uh, Shrew Madness. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we're going to do that. We still have got to plan that out now. Yeah. We got to, I got to, I have an LSD slash shroom hookup now. I still have those shrimps. Yeah. Like they're still in the freezer. I got to make sure that we're, we're potent. And, uh, we're, <laughs> Probably not. We've got, we've got. Do you have any idea how many times I've been like, I'm just going to throw that in the fucking coffee grinder and do that shit right now? But nope. then I'm like, nah, it's terrible. We got to, we got to, we got to set a date. And, and uh, we, we have no shortage of, uh, of, of, we'll, we'll go ahead for, for the people who are not familiar with uh, of this idea. Idea. This is something that we've been kicking around for a while uh, that Mitch and I want to do for an episode here. Uh, Mitch, which yeah, it was, a, it was sort of a straight shrooming. We were gonna or 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 acid, whatever, straight tripping, straight tripping, and we were gonna just do straight tripping. I, on ideally, straight tripping. The, the the thing that held it back before is uh, well, basically the idea was that we would just drop acid or take shrooms, whatever, at <laughs> you know like one o'clock in the afternoon on like a right. Saturday or something. Early, we give some time. Yeah, you know, like something, lemon. and then. Uh, and then we just anybody who's been on the show before, you know, is welcome to come out and hang. We would, yeah, we would kind of have a, we would have a schedule like of people open, coming open through door policy. Yeah, sort of. so we would have like certain people who would just kind of rotate through over the course of like five or six hours, and then other people could kind of come through and just pop in. Yeah, and we would just sort of see where the riffin took us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as we rode the wave. Yeah. Of uh, whatever uh, uh, substances uh, that had altered us. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. The, the difficulty was in the last apartment. I was like, I don't want to have to let anybody get to the gate, and that's still the case here. But again, I, mean, I uh, say we can volunteer Dickie Omar. Uh, Richard Whitley, be the doorman. Be the doorman. <laughs> he has accepted this many a times. I don't. That's true. I don't know why you keep forgetting this. It's a, it'd be a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, we'd give him plenty of. Give him a know, subway sandwich. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and uh, a couple of beers. Yeah, no doubt he'd be fine. Yeah, he'd be good. So we will bring that to you sometime uh, in 2013. We had to do that. Yeah, once the summer months come around. You know, sometime with uh, with a bit of a hiatus. So. I think once the I think what what'll have to I I will have to call. The, the people who programmed the gate originally. I did it just before I moved in here. I called the people. I got a hold of the company that they, that the apartment complex, by the way, says is impossible to get a hold of them. And I was like, dude, I, I did an hour of research and I was able to find them. It's impossible if you don't want to call them <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you don't do It's impossible job. to just think about it and hope they show up. Yeah, no doubt. Because they lost the master code to program the thing. And I'm like, how do you run a, f- how the fuck? You know what I mean? It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> listen. You're making my job real difficult by asking me to do it. If so. I if I had you know if I lost the the password on my Netflix account or whatever the hell I'm gonna oh you know I'll get it. Well, that's that's too easy. I don't know. I'm just saying like if I had something in my life where I was like I need to be able to do this but I'm missing this piece of information I fucking get that information. You would like to think. Now I you know I know that's just how I am. No, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm that general, kind of guy. Yeah. General, yeah. So I did yeah. at the time. I did call and got everything handled and everything else, and uh, had an appointment set up. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna use this as leverage to like get another parking spot. And then uh, and it was like a 
I don't know. They were just, it was, it was right before a weekend or something like that. And just nobody was in the office for like five days. And I was like, ah, so I was like, well, I'll do it again next week. And I just forgot. So that's partly my fault. We're going to get that done. We'll, we'll get that done. We do need to we'll get it done. Be a good time. And, uh, uh I think, you know, the big things we got, uh, got kind of kicking around. Yeah. yeah you know, doing, some of the, doing quite a few things, other surprises. Doing things. Yeah. Lurking around. Um, so. Maybe maybe there'll be a, a new album from Teddy this year. Maybe maybe that'll happen. That yeah. might that might be a thing that that happens in in right. this year. I have. Uh, I'll be releasing an EP uh, uh, as soon as fucking Justin Dubois gives me the footage. <laughs> my my kingdom for a venue is uh, is the conundrum now, but uh, hopefully uh, by the spring of uh, that's gonna be a bonus track on your album, My what? Kingdom for a Venue. <laughs> Like before you yeah. before you officially take the stage, just go up and do like a minute on fucking. Let me tell you something. You know, <laughs> then you go. All right, I'm I'm leave. And then somebody introduce. I'll introduce you if you want. Uh, I won't be nearly as energetic as you will, uh, but I'll give it a shot. And then uh, and then you then you do your thing. Uh, oh man! But yeah, I'm, you don't uh, get them warmed up or whatever. Hopefully by the end of Q1, uh, mm. the album will officially be dropped. So. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, excited to put that production together. Um, so yeah, man, you know, that's my big. That's my big. Uh, do you want to? Do you want me to play the attempt at our new intro? Oh, wait, are you gonna play? Which one are you gonna play though? Uh, well, let me let me unhook my mic. And turn off this real quick and see what it is. Oh, I don't know which one this is. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! It makes me laugh so hard already. Oh man, bitch. This was the full one with the intro. Oh yeah. Okay. This was this was the one with like the talking, but people told me to take that out, so I could do the one without the talking. Do the one. Uh, do the one without the talking. I suppose. All right. All right. Let's we'll, do the one without. We'll, we'll I, I hope this is the right one. Uh, we'll see. We'll man. see what happens. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the one. Mitch picked out the beat. <laughs> now everybody thinks that's part of the intro. <laughs> It's pretty good jam. I still like it. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed every time I hear myself rap. But like, I know that feeling. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I don't think you do because you're do. not white. No, son. I've heard of it. It's weird. It's like, weird maybe thing. maybe it's a bit more pressure for you because like you're expected to be able yeah, to do it, bro. You know how many times I would show up at a party and people would just be like, "Yo, kick a freestyle." And I'm like, "I'm just here to drink. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just here to fucking have a recreational time." Hey, Mitch, grab these apples. Juggle for me. Yeah. Like, what? Ah, uh, fuck. What? Yo, this should never fucking went away, dude. Anytime you show up at a fucking party, bro, you go to college and fucking I mean, yo, hey, yo. Yo. It'd be like if I showed up to like a predominantly black party and they were like, Mitch, tell us about that Friends episode. I'd be like, yeah, oh, no, listen, son, listen, it'd be worse than that. It'd it. be worse than that if they're like, yo, do my taxes. And you're like, why? <laughs> I'm not Jewish for onesies. Yeah, you know, okay. white people be money. Y'all be knowing things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd be knowing shit. And it's like, you can't not do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. At right. some point, you're just like, fuck, like, I can't just run away forever. I at least have to, like, have something. I at least have to do it at some point to just get you away because it won't end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
but it's the fucking. It, I I have in literally like I said, I have in my head freestyled. I have won a lot of rap battles in my head. Chris Reed also said that you are a natural freestyler. Let's always point out. I I always. I don't remember him saying. I remember him saying that very well on his episode. Uh, Chris Reed pointed out that you are a natural freestyler. But go on. All right. I uh, I I. But that the thing is, I in my head. You know what I mean? Like I I feel like with no pauses or anything else like that. But yeah. the moment I have to actually like enunciate, even in like the car when nobody's listening, the moment I get to like the third word, I'm like, I feel like such a fucking jackass. I feel so awkward rapping. I feel, I feel this. I feel too. I feel. I think it's too much self awareness. Do you know? Mm. And I feel so uncomfortable. Like I've had. Uh, uh, it's the same problem I have with dancing. Like I'm way too fucking self conscious of everything with my, with the the movements and the body. And I'm right. like, I don't think I have rhythm. If I've had a if I've had a girlfriend or something no. ask me to rap. You know, because they were like, oh, I just want to hear it. I'm like, like, write oh. a romantic rap for Valentine's no, Day? No, just like, let me Bitch, hear I something. I love you. Yeah. Let me put my glove on you. Are we going to do that to every rap that's going to be to the room? <laughs> Listen, it's the only beat I know. All right? That was pretty good for freestyle. See? Yeah, see? Right. Uh, see? Yeah. See, he was right. Bitch, I love you. Let me put my glove on you. Like, I mean, I'm too, I'm too self-aware. You know, like, the only way, and I, I think it's a real, like, it's very, just it's, it's a personal thing uh, on my end. But, like, I can't just, like... Kind of like rapping some offhand circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel so fucking. Yo, yo, your eyes is like almond. Uh, I feel so like I can't, like I can't, just, like I can't. It's right. too. I'm too aware. I there's too. There's no barrier to separate the like performance from the level of awareness of being like, oh god, I can't believe I'm fucking rapping right now. Are you kidding? You know, start off the rap with that. I can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, <laughs> I can't, can't believe. I really <laughs> want to take a piss. Something. I you know. I mean, just you know. Moon, June, spoon. <laughs> I don't know where you go from there. You don't go anywhere. Yeah, nope. You so go nowhere. You go nowhere with you that. You go that's, nowhere. That's but the other thing, dude, like the open, you, the second you open your mouth, you commit it, then you got to keep going, man. You can't just like... You can't that's just, the other part. How do you know when you're supposed to be done? You got to... It's the same thing you with You got to wait till they all go, yo! Same thing with a comedian, bro. That's, that's when you hit yeah. your punch, you fucking walk off on the high note, son. Ideally. No, that's like, how it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. Well, you ultimately know where the freestyle is going, so you know when you're setting up your lines and you know sure, when you're fucking sure, sure. dropping bombs on cats. But I mean, like, if you're, if you're, if you're supposed to do, you know, 10 minutes at a comedy club and your fucking big thing happens at three minutes, do you go like, oh, I'm done? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Ideally, what you want to now do here's the difference: is you want to you want to you want to put that big finish as close to that ten minute mark as you can. But sometimes, well, like sometimes you don't know though, what they don't like. Yeah, but you know sometimes I mean? though, you just fucking your three your, your three minute is setting up to six minute because you just fucking you're just a power hitter. And mm. then sometimes there's a difference between comedy and like a freestyle kind of jump off is that. Like there's never I'm, been. A, I'm good at one of them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> number one. The comedy. There's never been. There's never been a comedian who like told a joke that was so awesome that like the other comics just like went on stage and were like, "Yo, the show is over. The show is over." Did you imagine that would be the greatest shit in the world though? But it doesn't happen if some cat just dropped a fucking punchline and like the host was like, "Wait a minute, it's over. Shut it." Down. I know we're only halfway through the set. I'm paying everybody their money back. Y'all can go home, son. 
drop the mic. Let's let's finish right? it out right. And like you were only like halfway through your set, you right, had to right. finish. And all the other comics are like, man, yo, yo I'm gonna get him next week, right? motherfucker. But like that'll happen. And like in a, a scrap in, a, in the yeah, parking lot, like a fucking freestyle battle or something. Like are you kicking around freestyle circle? Even if it's not a rap battle, and you guys just freestyling, and someone just drops a mean verse, and they just they just wrap it up just ill, and they weren't even done. They might still be going, and then fucking slap them babies at the christening. Yeah, right. Oh, and then, oh, 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 oh. Just get by the way, do you have any idea how many white friends I show that clip to that Please. have the same reaction that I do? Which is, which is, this is like, <laughs> I would, that would be the most uncomfortable place in the world for me to be. <laughs> just twenty, just up there, uh, yeah, being Biggie, being his his Biggie self, as it were. Uh, uh, yeah, it, wildly uncomfortable, but also it's it's that thing where it, the 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 video clips. Uh, for people who don't know, we're talking about the, uh, you can, you can put, look it up on YouTube, Biggie or B.I.G. Notorious, Notorious And then Notorious Hitler, you could also yeah. look up. Is Hitler and B.I.G. uh, sort of mashed up? It's a video of Hitler. And the, but the uh, audio famous is, Notorious B.I.G. Tupac freestyle, uh, what's Biggie's verse? To be fair, famous to, well, let's all, in, <laughs> let's call it infamous. <laughs> I don't know how famous it is. It is like, famous, sir. All right, all right, in all right, circles all right, that are not traveled right, uh, right, by right. Mitch, it is a well-known. Everyone knows that uh, that uh, Biggie Tupac uh, that freestyle. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's and it's, it's, it's a Nazi. It is very rally. It's very poignant. Yeah, it really hits you. Uh, and the 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 the, the, the dubs are fucking. Are we just? <laughs> That's just me fucking up. That's what it has. That's what it sounds like when I fuck it up. Uh, I know what it is. Whenever Mitch starts rapping, I'm just like not prepared for like how it just gets so real. I don't know if I have the original one where we were uh, trying to do that. It, I'm just not ready for it. Oh. That's the jam, son. Oh shit! I didn't know you had beats like that. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this was uh, the part where you were like, put these bitches on. Uh, I'm supposed to be motherfucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's just, just some, some outtakes from us trying to, trying oh, to do great. the intro. That's just tremendous. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, it's... That video's fucking. That video's that smacking babies that they christened. But see, that's like that's a line that like you, you know it's just shut down. So sometimes you just you just kill it so much that like cats will just like shut your freestyle down because you don't like. Yo, what else is there to say? Yeah, you know I mean, you can't go. You can't keep going after that, bro. But that would be like that would actually be the. I would love to be the comedy show where someone just killed it that fucking badly that just like the rest of the comics <laughs> stormed the stage and just like ended the show. Just volunteer. Right, right. You wouldn't. I mean, like it would have to be so fucking amazing. Yeah, right. but I mean, no. I mean, that's the thing. No comics ever gonna give up stage time, bro. So that's the difference <laughs> yeah, between freestyle and the difficult part. To wrap it, like it doesn't matter if 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 your you know George Carlin destroys a room and then it's like, hey, do you do you guy who's never been on stage <laughs> want to do three minutes? Yeah. And he's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get up there. It's like, why would you do that? Right. You're gonna ruin the vibe of the room. George Carlin just destroyed everyone. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Is, I feel I, like, am I still getting three minutes or what? What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? But I feel like even in 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 the, in the episode in freestyle, bro. Like you'd be like, all right, yeah, you got that one. That's your beat. I'm not gonna like get on the same beat and try and like do it again. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm also that. slapping babies at your Christmas. <laughs> Me, like a white and shit, get up there. They're like shut down. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. 
all is fair in rap battles. My slow and, uh, flow is equally remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> I will also shoot Dread in the head. Yes. <laughs> Smack a few more babies that we're christening. That's one of the fucking dopest lines. I, I, I'm it always is, much more I'm much more of a notorious Big fan than a than a big uh, than a uh, a Tupac fan, uh, and I just. Cause yeah, I just, tried. I tried to just get into flare. it. It's just wasn't there's, into it. There's no flair in a Tupac lyric of anything that that compares to smacking babies at the christening, mm. uh, which is just you know that's. But like Biggie has like lyrics like that all the time, dude. Uh, where he's just all like, day or day, all day or day, son. Uh, and he like when he tells a story, man. Like he as a storyteller, like I would listen to Biggie tell any story. Like Biggie could have been a newscaster, son. He would have been the greatest newscaster of all the time. Listen, listen, listen. Here's what's going. On. I love your here's Biggie, by the way, because it sounds like a drunk. Listen, Elvis. here's what's going. On. <laughs> here's what's going on in the streets, y'all. Just listen to me real quick now. I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna say. First off, more money, more problems. That's what I'm saying. It really does sound like Elvis. And your biggie is amazingly <laughs> like Elvis. It's so good. I love when you tried it out. I'm going to smack babies with a christening. <laughs> so, Thank you very much. Okay. We'll just go ahead and get this off. Well, he had that like, <sighs> like you could hear his throat going, please, <laughs> please, lose. I can't hold. I can't hold the walls back anymore. <laughs> True. It's probably true. probably if he snored at night you could hear it like in the you know, if he was upstairs in the master bedroom, you could hear it down, like in the basement. Uh, you'd be like, Oh, Biggie's sleeping. It's weird that I think I feel like it's really it's weird where I take the bus all the time past where he was shot. It's really weird. Over was it here? I thought it was in oh, Vegas. LA. Tupac Peter, was Vegas. Yeah, Peterson Automotive Museum over off Fairfax and Wilshire. That's where it was shot. Yeah. It's Hardcore. really it's really weird. Especially I was working over there for a little bit. Uh, and uh, do you ever think about River Phoenix when you drive past the uh, the Viper Room? I don't go past the Viper Room that often. Okay, well, just just wonder, curious. That's but if I did, I probably would think about it now. Every time I'm at uh, Sunset and Vine, I think about that fucking weirdo that like two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, it just stood in the middle of the street and started shooting people. Yeah, that was a fucking weird weird. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. insane. Yeah, it's not the Hollywood shootout, but I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 and that's a thing yeah. where. You know, in your head, you're going, I'm in a car. I could just mow the guy down. But I think everybody was like, for a second, I could do that, but no. You know what I mean? Like, everybody, even trucks, saw the guy and were like, well, I'm turning the fuck around. And, and so it's, it's weird so in your head, you think, you yeah. think, well, I could mow him down. There's no way he could shoot fast There's enough to stop my sense truck. Of like, I'm just going to run. I mean, you also have to get past that yeah. barrier of, as someone who has experienced the unfortunate trauma of uh, <clears throat> being in a vehicle that ran over somebody. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, wow. uh, it is, uh, one of the most, uh, disturbing feelings, uh, imaginable, uh, uh, in, in every concept that you can think of. Uh, so. Yeah, I would imagine. To yeah. avoid that is a very understandable human instinct. Uh, but it is, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely weird when you kind of just walk around and you, you think of crazy incidences that have happened that have these sort of prominence. On my very block on Halloween, I missed a shooting four people on like on my corner. I missed it by like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was thinking, should I go out now? And I was like, no, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna check some email. You know what I mean? Do my hair tenth time or whatever. For whatever reason, I just thought I'm gonna wait ten more minutes. I don't know why. I just thought like I don't want to go out too early because there won't be anything going on. 
And, uh, yeah, missed it by 10 minutes. Thank Christ for that. Uh, not literally Christ now. Don't get, you know, I didn't, I didn't get religious over the holidays. I don't even think a little bit. He did <laughs> just a little bit. Where did you get that prayer show? From? <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. now we've got, uh, the holidays are, uh, uh, behind us now. And, uh, well, they will be in five hours, 2013, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in the foreground. So Mitch, uh, what are we doing? You got, are you, are you reminiscing on what are we doing here? We're going to close out with some yeah, 2012 yeah, thinking, reminiscence or 2013 predictions or what do you, well, I originally thought uh, about do doing think? predictions, but then, uh, then I thought, I was like, what the fuck am I going to predict? Like I got nothing like, uh, you know, I was like, um, things will happen. You got expectations uh, and you know, yeah, you know, hopes and dreams and whatnot, you know, uh, I'm trying to hold to my, uh, you know, ideally, I think we all want to follow the rule of, of, uh, you make plan, you plan to do five things, tell people about two of them and accomplish seven. You know what I mean? That's ideally. You are fucking with my head with all those crazy <laughs> kind of you ever, you fucking heard of Sudoku bullshit that you <laughs> No, it's like look, if you if you say to yourself, let's say New Year's Day, you can pick a day, but this is a good one, you know, cuz it's easy. Um New Year's Day you say this year before this time next year, I will accomplish these five things. Mm-hmm. You talk about two of them, mm-hmm. but you accomplish all of them plus two more, like seven. Okay. It's that's ideally what you want to do. I can understand the uh, how many people mentality uh, behind that, or how many times myself I've done it a billion times where I'll talk about four of them and accomplish one of them. You know what I mean? That's why I don't tell anybody about anything, bro. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm kind of in right now. Is like I, I the only thing I can say pretty definitively is I can put out the EP that I've already recorded. You know, (laughs) that's that's something I can say. Well, I mean, almost definitely happened this year. That's why I was frustrated with the uh, same thing with my uh, album from last year. I was hoping to re- record and release it, but then so many things happen. Yeah, you yeah. don't get a chance to do it, and then if you start talking about it, you know, and then you're like, "Well, hey, when's that album coming out?" Yeah, yeah. you're like, "Oh, well, fucking turn it into the next G and R album." <laughs> yeah, Chinese Democracy Part Two <laughs> yeah. is due on uh, all Tower Record shelves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next comedy album is be called Albanese Hypocrisy. That's what it is. Uh, you know, just get to get we'll some of that good old fashioned get some of that good old fashioned hate for the Albanians going again. Yeah, um, not enough of that floating around. Yeah, because really, what have they done lately? And that's my point. You know how the Albanians just get to exist, and you know nobody- how Albanians be all. Doing things and shit. I have no idea. What. I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like I have, I have zero stereotypes. Yeah, right. You well, have that's to... what's good. You want to pick a, you want to pick a, 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 a crew, a culture of people that you can make stereotypes about that nobody would ever question. Yeah, they would be like, worst. yeah, you know, how to, Albanians how drive big trucks. They're, they're big into trucks and wallpaper. Really? That's, yeah, it's what I know about Albanians, man. They go crazy for wallpaper. Reminiscent of uh, of, of uh, one of my favorite Chappelle bits from uh, For What It's Worth when he talks about uh, what people eat and racism, how people hate. Mex, you know, racism for Mexicans. They, you know, like rice and beans. Right, right. You know, and he's like, listen, that's not. He's like, 
that's not a reason to hate a motherfucker, okay? It's funny, but it's not a reason to hate a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but I just, that's, that's. I mean, are there, that thing is like, are there people going, damn Mexicans with their beans? Yeah, bro. You know, uh, you know uh, how people throw it out. You know how people throw out them, your rice bean eating motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. right, uh, right. But you know what I'm saying? But it's, it is that impulse where it's like, it's, yeah, like there are people who are like, oh, you know how they eat rice and beans. Yeah, for the longest time when somebody referred to a car as a rice rocket, I didn't know if they were saying like a Mexican guy is driving it. Or it was made by Japanese people. It turns out it's, it's made Asian, by Japanese. Yeah. Asians. That's what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a right, like it yeah. runs. Yeah. Cause they're well, also rice. because Asian, also, you know, like a lot of Asian racers as well will have yeah, it as well yeah, too. But yeah. Exactly. Street but at the time when somebody said rice rocket was always driven by a Mexican dude. So I was like, yeah. I guess you don't want to call it a bean rocket. That doesn't sound very. Well, a rice rocket doesn't sound very in- imposing either. Yeah. Neither one of them is a favorable <laughs> uh, name. You really, you're really doing the best of the bad here. Yeah. This is the village <laughs> of the damn that we're picking through. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's just the white down in me is like, I've got to find a way to hate them. There's got I to got to find a way to make it sound like a bad thing. <laughs> I've got to. That ju- they're driving a reliable vehicle. It's just a marketing problem. <laughs> uh, so, so you've got 2013 expectations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's one. Uh, I'd like to expand the uh, the Riffin network. We'll see about all that. Uh, I've got some plans in mind, but I'm still kind of thinking through everything. Um, I, I've got a nascent uh, label in the works, so um, I might be releasing a few comedy albums for other people as well. Um, Teddy, what you, uh, what's your hopes, dreams, whatever? Um, you Expectations, know, realities. We're uh, doing a lot of things with the, the riffin and, uh, you know, continuing to try and uh, expand out in terms of both uh, the, the, the guest that we uh, bring on here, uh, different sort of comedic perspectives, really kind of uh, showcasing a lot of the different types of uh, personalities that are floating around the scene. Um, and then I think also, you know, just, uh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, when you think about, you know, like I'm, we're just doing like, we've pretty much almost done only local comics and we've done, we've expanded out from that, but that's our bread and butter. If you will, there is no shortage. <laughs> we'll never get to the bottom of that barrel. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, there, that's just, you know, including people who we are great fans of. And friends with who we don't get the pleasure of performing with nearly as often enough, uh, or seeing, uh, so it's, it's a lot of, of trying to reach out and, uh, uh, and build a connection with, uh, those people who, you know, we crossed paths with, uh, a while back and just trying to reconnect and, uh, you know, put together some really quality entertainment and, uh, you know, sort of, uh, build upon the venue. And, uh, trying to do just a lot of things with that. Um, gonna be, uh, covering the LA mayor's race for, uh, the, uh, the great, uh, local blog, I am San Fernando, uh, from Baseball Choir. Nice, so, nice uh, done. I am San Fernando.com. Please check that out. Uh, the Valley, uh, San Fernando Valley will be a, uh, pretty important, uh, do they do they vote in San Fernando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. San yeah. Fernando voting yeah, a little bit, a little right. bit. Cool. Uh, getting out there. San Fernando's got a very interesting political history. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, political turmoil and uh, just absurdity. In that's fact, the there. name San Fernando itself is Algonquin for the good land. Mm. 
All right, sorry. <laughs> that little Wayne's World uh, riff there for you um, from way back in the day. But yeah, Media so, Walk A. <clears throat> so I'm doing, I'm doing that. Uh, check out April's blog. Uh, it's a tremendous blog there. So I'm going to be uh, getting my first piece up there pretty soon. Uh, but you can check in there for a lot of local coverage uh, for all things. Are you going to do a YouTube video where you go, I'm Teddy Tutson and I'm Sam Fernando? I should do that. Right? I should do that. I need to do And then, like, below, that. it's got a little asterisk. Actually, he's West Hollywood. But yeah, but I'm going to go with it. You've got to go with it. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, we need all the, all the help we can get, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I got you. I got so I got that going on. And, um, yeah, man, you know, just uh, trying to perform and uh, hit the streets and, mm. um, you know, just... Get my recluse on. Do you know what I'm saying? Word. Uh, you know, try and be a 21st century J.D. Salinger, something like that. Minus the, you know, acrimonian uh, disdain. But probably not. Word. So. All right. Well, happy 2013, everybody. Happy 2013. We'll see you again uh, in a week. Happy New Year, bitches. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straight riffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitch.